And we're back again for another episode of the show where we drink and give you wasted advice. And if you're unfamiliar with the show, what we do is we drink a little bit too much and take your questions and give you really fucking bad advice. Yeah, round 51 of this experience. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about plot lines and drinking uh, gin gins. Yeah, and we'll touch more on the Calgary Stampede. Right on. There we go. Let's do it. I want the show. All right, Jesse, here it is. This is from our good friend of the show, Holt Horror. We talked about him a bit yesterday. He's an he's a actual author that we know. And here's his question. I have another question for you guys. When you have time to drink enough to tackle it, I need a unique superhero plot line. Okay. Which seems great because we've done a lot of conversations about some unique superheroes okay super so before we drop into before we parachute into this motherfucker <laughs> what I don't really know a lot about superheroes but what's with like Ant-Man and Squirrel Girl and Squirrel I, Girl is like not gonna have a movie I think I think she is no way not All gonna right. happen okay she's so. silly she has she can control squirrels all right, and cool. one time she saved the fucking world. So can you just do um, a superhero movie where the superhero controls all of the animals? You could. Animal Man. It's right. pretty easy. <laughs> Zookeeper. Zookeeper. That has a good name. Yeah. He, like, summons all the animals from the zoo, but they can't get out. Well, he could totally deal with uh, Ant, Ant-Man, right? And Squirrel Girl. And what what else? Batman. Could he over... Well, Batman doesn't really control bats. No, I'm just saying that you can... Con, he could control the animals. Yeah, but Batman doesn't control bats. No, but he could control the bat-like <laughs> animal uh, superheroes. He can he control could do, Batman? So he could control Batman, Penguin, Ant-Man... Squirrel Girl. Based on your name only? Yeah, Catwoman. <laughs> that would be his superpower. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Well, that remains to be seen. Okay, so here's our first character. It's the zookeeper. <laughs> That's what his name is. Unknown. Could he be Zoo Man or Zookeeper? What do you I think like is better? Zookeeper. All right, cool. We'll see where what happens with this guy. Zoo, the, the, zoo, the Zookeeper. I think he needs to be on Junk Punch Boys team because... We, well, he has like, to be a superhero. We really one-sided our... As long, if you've been following Wasted Advice, we have some characters that have developed, and there's more bad guys than good guys. Is there any other animal character? You know better than me, animal characters. Oh, yeah, characters. there's Unicorn Man, <laughs> Gorilla Boy. There's tons of them. All right, well, I'm going with the zookeeper. I feel like the zookeeper could... Not only that, he could summon birds to his aid. Right. And wolves... Well, he can even, sum, like I say, summon uh, villains. Mm-hmm. The penguin. Yeah, he has anyone on his side at any time, as long as they have animal in their name. Right. I actually feel like this one's pretty good. He could summon animal from the Muppets. Yeah. Hey, that's a crossover. Yeah, Kermit. <laughs> Kermit, all the Muppets, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kermit would be a good uh, sidekick. He could dictate. Right? Batman, Robin. Kermit. Kermit. Okay, so we need a plot line. Oh, oh, I thought this one was pretty easy. Well, no, um, we don't have a plot yet. Okay, so... We're writing a book here with whole horror. All right. So some guy is a dick, 
and is trying to control the world. And the zookeeper, who is a ordinary man... With that unique power. ...learns his unique power uh, in a very obtuse manner, and subsequently can control all of the animal-based superheroes and supervillains. From DC or Marvel. Yeah. He is actually a zookeeper, too. It's a oh, du- <laughs> I get it. It's a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have to really develop the storyline. I'm thinking that the zookeeper should fake faking his own death <laughs> in order to defeat... Oh, he's an author as well? Is that what's going on? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Who's he fighting? Who's the arch nemesis? Well, no. What is the reason that the corkscrew dick man... Oh, is corkscrew the bad guy? Yeah, is trying to is. change the world. What is he trying to corrupt the banking system to well, you have reset to things? where corkscrew man came from. Well, you'll have to go back to listen to that. Because... Dr. Corkstrew Dick is the result <laughs> of an unfortunate experiment gone wrong where he was drinking a pile of wine. Yeah, he was he was a big fan of Bordeaux yeah. and uh, Tempranillo. And he was testing out some interesting new <laughs> gamma radiation when suddenly yeah. his corkscrew fell into the radiation stream and when he went to grab it, it was permanently... Affixed where his penis once was. That's it. And, and his former name was Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. So conveniently, he didn't have a penis because at the age of 21, <laughs> he had it removed. He should have stuck to Chardonnay, I guess. So suddenly, he could piss through his super strong corkscrew dick. Can, wait, can he do both? He can piss and fuck with it. <laughs> Is that what he meant by both? Yeah, so that's exactly what it he meant. He gets a hard on it, it just like goes up and starts turning. Yeah, and he can still open a... Again, he's... Uh, the French are a big fan of him. So you can understand why he's unhappy, but what would he be doing in our plot? Again, he's either trying to like crush the banking system... Destroy the world. Uh, he's got some sort of like control over satellites. Or... He just is seeking out to open every bottle of wine in the world. And let them go bad. Yeah. Every Bordeaux, every Chardonnay, every Pinot Grigio. Maybe he has a laser beam that's going to give everyone corkscrew dicks. Or just remove everyone's genitalia so everyone is just a human. So... What should be the end of our species? So Jaden Eunuch Smith Smith. is a corkscrew dick. Maybe. In this, in this book, alternative universe. <laughs> That's a plot. Is that a plot? Well, and the zookeeper verse, with, and it's him versus the zookeeper. Yeah. So the zookeeper can force people with animal names to support him, but right. is Junk Punch Boy going to voluntarily support him because he does not have an animal name? I feel like Junk Punch Boy is on the side of keeping wine alive, and so he will support him, not corked. And not spoiled um, because he works on the show. Great. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a that sounds like a plot. Well, there's a few ideas in there. We uh, threw spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, so man. tell us what you think and send us your pictures of Jaden Eunuch Cork do Cork Dick. I don't even Smith. know. <laughs> it's a new thing now. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, let's let that one stew around in the Twitterverse and see what comes of it. Right. So, back to our annual Only in Calgary Festivus. Yeah, I don't want to kick this horse too much, but... Uh, it's like Mardi Gras. It's like Yacht Week. I think it's actually on the list of must attend parties. Isn't there like a top 10 parties in the world? It's a full moon party. It's the Blossom Festival. It is it is Las Vegas but for a week and it involves the most wretched debauchery you'll ever see. Oh my god, the drinking. So, this is a this is the average day of a Calgarian <laughs> during Stampede. That's what we're going to go through tonight. So you start out your day with what we call the Stampede Breakfast, which is usually some really shitty pancakes and (laughs) eggs and bacon and mimosas and breakfast beers. Right. Which will roll into the rest of your morning of drinking and choking down your pancakes. And then lunch, which usually you head down to the Stampede. What happens at lunch? You drink some more. Maybe you eat a little food if you're smart. You keep the calories coming in. Put down some more beverages, and then you head down to the grounds, and now you're going to ride some rides. So now you're... <laughs> you're going to puke on you have the to girl that you're going to nail later. Yeah, envision. <laughs> envision this. This is the Stampede Grounds. Acres of asphalt. Black asphalt. And 30-degree weather commonly at this time of year. And a Celsius. whole bunch of drunks. A bunch of drunks that have heat stroke now. And children. Add children and families to the mix. And let them all ride rides together. You don't know if the puke is coming from the drunks or the little kids. But often from people like us. Yeah. So that's the day. And then the sun sets. And it cools down. And you've had some slabs of pizza. (laughs) And you've had some mini donuts. And you've had deep fried Snickers bars. So you're feeling pretty good. And then you go to one of the numerous bars that set up massive tents that smell like piss and barf already on day two of the Stampede. I love that you're selling this. And that's where you go for your evening debauchery. Right. And that's what pumps out such such statistics as increased divorce rates. Nine months later, a whole bunch of babies are born. STIs spike. Domestic violence goes through the roof. Cab drivers get abused. <laughs> and a whole bunch of people don't show up for work on time. And Greatest uh, outdoor show, show on, on Earth. Earth. Fucking yeah. aliens watch this shit from space, kids. You should come one time. Just one time. So if you're across the pond tonight, look it up. It's called the Calgary Stampede. Yeah. It is beautiful. And it does create an environment in which you think it's a cool idea. To get drunk and run a podcast. Yeah, and tomorrow we'll tell you a little bit about something called the Wobbly H. Uh, If you're out there tonight, have a great night. And as always, be good to your fellow man and woman. And spread the word. Help us grow. See you tomorrow.